I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hello. 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 I'm ready. I'm ready. I was, uh, to be honest, I've been sitting here for the last like 10 minutes, not recording yet, but now I'm ready because I say so. Hello. Hi, friends. How are you doing? My name is Manny. In case you're new here or welcome back to Over Easy. This is my podcast where I genuinely just talk about anything that I like or anything that's on my mind. If in case you are new here, I want to introduce myself because I think that's really important. Um, In case you have no idea who I am, I am a fourth year student in my last semester of my undergraduate degree at the University of British Columbia. I study psychology and commerce and I do content on the side, I guess. I mean, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it is one of my hobbies, so it's what I do. Hope you are doing well. It has been a great week for me. I want, I have so many things to update you on and just tell you about. So let's just get started with the rosebud and the thorn right away. My rose is that this morning I tried out a new fitness class at my gym. I have not been able to do this class because I typically have class um, like school class, like uni class on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings this semester. And because of commuting and transiting and everything, obviously I can't go to the gym in the morning. So I've never been able to go, but today I didn't have class. Class got canceled because I have a midterm tonight. So I was able to try out the 9am fitness class today and it was absolutely phenomenal. So much fun. It was basically, I don't know if you guys have this, it's like a TRX frame where there's like apparatuses, apparati, and bands and things attached to it. And basically everyone gets their own station. And we were doing a circuit of different strength training exercises and stuff like that. And it was so much fun. I used to do a class at my gym quite consistently. It was a high interval intensity class. But unfortunately, after Christmas, they never continued it. And I think it's because the instructor no longer works at the gym, which sucks because that was like ultimately one of my favorite classes of all time. I loved it so much. And also, I'm really bad at doing cardio on my own. So that was like the only way to get me to do cardio. But this is like what the class I took today was genuinely like I felt the same feelings as when I did my hit class before, like similar levels of intensity. I just felt so good after and it was just genuinely really fun. I also really liked that it was like a mix of different ages. So I think I was one of the youngest. There was like a girl that was also around my age who was in the class, but then there were a bunch of like older women, like actually old people. And then it was just great. So even though there was like a mix of both ages and abilities, the class was still catered and you're able to do it to your own level. So obviously if you're a little more fit and strong, then you can do the the harder modifications. But if not, you can always do the easier modifications. Anyways, I just feel so good. It's been a while since I've had a fitness class that made me feel so good. Yeah, I'm kind of like off my fitness game right now. I'm not as in love with it. Like I love going to the gym and I think I always will. But recently I haven't been in as much love as before and I haven't felt as much passion so it's good to feel that again because I kind of lost it for a little bit so that's my rose my bud is okay I think I have two buds today actually no I'll make one of my buds my thorn one of my buds my bud is I can't really get into much detail because it's not 
come into fruition yet and I don't want to like say it even though I've been speaking it into existence. Oh yeah, by the way guys, ever since yesterday, not yesterday, last week with the story that I told you about how my written affirmations came into real life, into fruition, I've been continuing my written affirmations and I also also has I cannot speak. My my brain is going too fast. I've also been speaking my affirmations into real life. I don't know if it's going to do anything, but you know, we got to try, right? So I've been speaking my affirmations, but anyway, I am quite certain with my plans for after undergrad, at least for the rest of 2022, which really, really excites me. I am so excited for them. I will definitely get into them maybe a little later down the road, closer to graduation when I really do have a plan laid out. But as of right now, I have a general gist and it gives me so much ease. And the thing is though about my plan is that it's not a like locked in plan like before because I think before you know I always had a plan. I was like I'm going to go to university. Oh, I'm going to go to whatever whatever. I always had a plan and so I never really had to think about what I wanted to do. But the plan that I have now because I'm going into the real world and genuinely I have no plan is a lot more flexible and I have a lot more freedom with it, which I'm very excited. I think I'm very lucky in that I have the ability to kind of explore right now and I also have been saving up since the first time I started working in college so I'm very excited for my plans for after university but we'll definitely talk about that later on because it's not super set in stone yet but I have a general gist and there seems to be no logistical things in my way so I'm very excited about that. My thorn is that I guess it's kind of finally hitting me that I'm graduating college. So today, like I said, I have a midterm and it's actually my second last midterm of my entire undergrad degree, which is kind of crazy. After today, I only have one more midterm. This is also my last like in-person midterm. So I think this is like a real experience that I have to remember. So I don't care if I get a bad grade. I just, it's just the, the fact that I'm genuinely like almost done with my college degree is crazy. Yeah, so that's my thorn. It is finally hitting me that I will be graduating at the end of April. I mean, hopefully. I mean, barring everything, I should be fine. But it is quite crazy to feel that and to finally, I guess I'm finally accepting that I need to move on and that the next stage of life is waiting for me and I'm quite excited about it actually so it's not really a thorn but when I was little I was really really bad about saying goodbye to things and letting things go I was quite adamant on keeping things the way they were and I really didn't like change but I think given COVID and how the world has changed and now I'm a little bit older and a little more mature I think I'm a lot better at knowing when it's time to let go to things so This year, there's going to be a ton of life changes for me, which is really, really scary, but also I'm really excited about it, and I'm very sad that this part of my life is ending soon. Oh my God, I feel tears coming up into my eyes right now. I'm not even joking. I'm very sad that this stage of my life is ending soon, and it was a great stage of my life. I loved university. Um, There are definitely things that I would maybe change if I went and had the experience again we can definitely oh my god that's such a good episode idea I would or a video even maybe I'm gonna write that down so I don't forget 
I've been quite on top of my content creation game for the last few weeks and it gives me a lot of ease like my podcast episodes are filmed like almost two weeks in advance and that gives me a lot of time to edit and also think of ideas I have a whole bank of ideas that I think are really really good um and with TikTok and with YouTube like I just feel like I'm really back into loving content creation again which is great but um where was I? I was talking about oh yeah, how sad I was that university is ending. But I'm also not that sad because although it was a great time in my life, there were a lot of not so good times as well in university. And I think it was like a very, it was a very mixed experience. And I'm happy that it happened, but also excited to move on. So yeah, that's my thorn, my rosebud and thorn for today. I wanted to, before we get into the episode, talk again about my phases because I actually am going through another phase and it's only been like a week since I filmed the last episode. So I have two phases right now. I moved on past my podcast phase and I think it's also just because this week I haven't driven as much as last week. Last week I went to campus like three times so I had a lot of driving to do so I could listen to a lot of podcasts but this week and this past weekend I haven't driven much at all. I haven't gone to campus or gone really anywhere far away so I haven't been able to be in the car for a long time and listen to podcasts but I am obsessed with two songs right now obsessed and the thing with me and good songs like songs that I really like is I will like genuinely listen to them on repeat for however long I am obsessed with them and I don't get sick of it and I can actually like listen to the same song for an entire day. So I remember this one time very vividly, um, one of my students actually from my math tutoring place, she made a song and I loved it so much the day that it came out and I was listening to it and I actually listened to it for the first 24 hours on repeat for 24 hours. I cannot explain how many times I played that song and I was just obsessed with it. So yeah, that goes to show what my relationship with good songs is like. If I like a song, I will listen to it 10,000 times. And my boyfriend gets so annoyed when I'm driving because for me, I listen to the same songs over and over again. And for him, like he doesn't like that. So we definitely uh, have small arguments here and there about who gets to aux and who gets to choose the music. But that's something we always deal with. It's pretty fun. But let me show you or let me tell you the songs that I'm obsessed with right now. The first one is from the show Arcane that I told you guys about last week, which is the Netflix show that is based on League of Legends. It's an animated show. I'm obsessed with the song that is the theme song. It's called Enemy by Imagine Dragons. I love Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons has been one of my probably top artists of all time since I was like 12. I just genuinely love so many of their songs and they are a great band love them. So Enemy is a great song. It's the Arcane theme song. It's so good. It's so intense. Like if it's like such a hype song so that when you listen to it, you feel like you're like about to go to battle or something. It's so good. I love it so much. And then the second song that I'm obsessed with right now is actually by a YouTuber. Um, There's a YouTuber called Jen Zhang. Um, Her YouTube is Generation DIY. I've watched her since I was like 12 or 13. And she started making music. And I, I love her song, 
clean up in aisle four she recently released the music video as well such a good song it's just so catchy and i really like listening to it i don't relate to the song particularly because the song is about you know improving your life and stuff like that she's always been a person that i think finds it hard to keep organized and clean which is just different based on everyone's personality that's obviously not me like i feel like i'm the opposite end of that like i'm psycho when it comes to being organized and being productive so but the song's just really catchy so i really really like it so those are my two songs i've been obsessed with them actually i will also share with you my playlist i feel like i've been pretty um i like my playlist this month so pretty much starting in 2018 i've made monthly playlists for spotify and i actually really like this idea because although it doesn't seem like the songs change much from month to month like i definitely drag a lot of my songs from january into my february playlist when i go back and i go to like last year's playlists or even like playlists from before that I just am reminded of the times that I was in in life and I can really like reimagine what I liked about those songs, how I felt when I was listening to those songs and stuff like that. So I will share with you some of the um, highlight songs that I have in my playlist this month, my February playlist. So uh, like I said, Enemy and Clean Up and Al 4, those are the two that I've been playing a lot. Oh, I was obsessed with this song for like two weeks ago. That's What I Want by Lil Nas X. It was a TikTok sound. That's how I heard the song first and then I played it and I was obsessed with it. Still pretty obsessed with that song. I would say I definitely really like it. Um, I also have Keep It Up by Rex Orange County. It's a new release from, I think, this month. And I really, really like that song. I've, I was really into Rex Orange County when it seemed like the rest of the world was into Rex Orange County. Um, but I, I saw this on my Spotify home and I really liked it. So, yeah. Lauv released a new song this month as well. It's called 26. I love every song of Lauv's, like genuinely any song. I love it a lot. For the longest time, actually, up until 2021, Lauv was my top artist of the year every single year. 2018, 2019, 2020. Yeah. And then 2021, he finally got beat by Olivia Rodrigo because I could not stop playing Driver's License. That was an ultimate phase of mine. Driver's License, when that first came out, I could not stop listening to it. I was just in my feels for so long. Uh, another song by Lauv in my playlist is Try Again. It's by Dallas K. Feet Lauv. And then Light Switch by Charlie Puth is also in my February playlist. I follow Charlie Puth on TikTok and he actually like made this song on TikTok and released it as a joke, but I really, really like the song. Um, a bunch of my songs from this place as well are also from The Weeknd. It's a bunch of like his throwback songs like Starboy, The Hills, Often, Call Out My Name, Die For You, Can't Feel My Face, Wicked Games, Take My Breath. That's Take My Breath is newer, but other than that, yeah. Um, just was into a weekend phase too, okay guys? I don't know. Um, let me see. Oh, Woman by Doja Cat. Love that song. And then my three favorite songs from Red Taylor's version is Starlight, All Too Well, the 10 minute version and All Too Well, the normal version. Those are like my three top songs and I have them in my playlist. But yeah, that's my February playlist, the gist of it. Really, really am obsessed with music. I think like every one of those songs, I had like two or three days that I listened to it nonstop. So yeah, that's how I listen to music. I literally just like repeat the same songs over and over again. It, it, I don't know if I'm okay either. 
my other obsession this past week is hair care. I I feel like in the last, since COVID has started, I've been really trying to get into making my skin better, making my, just like taking care of myself and like wearing clothes that make me feel good, not just wearing sweatpants all the time, you know, taking care of it. And recently I've been into like taking care of my hair for real. Um, I kind of was always like into it here and there, but like I think this past week I was genuinely like I've been trying new things. So I I guess I want to share one product. I was just thinking about it today and I think I want to do like a whole self-care vlog where I share my skincare and my hair care and all this stuff. So I'm not going to get into too much detail, but I want to share this one thing that I bought. Also, recently or for the Sephora holiday sale, I bought the Olaplex system, which was number 3453, wait, 345 and 7, 34567. I think I only have four. It was like the shampoo, the conditioner, the hair mask, and the bonding oil. And I do really like the hair mask and the bonding oil. I feel like those really, really helped my hair. The hair mask, I put it in today actually. When I use it like once a week, I feel like my hair gets a lot softer. And then the hair oil is really good because if I don't use it, my hair dries really, really frizzy. And that just helps with keeping it together and a little less frizzy. But I recently just bought the Whey Detox Shampoo and also one of the conditioners. I can't remember which one. I think it's the Fine Hair Conditioner. So I'm excited to try that out. I feel like shampoo and conditioner really don't, like depending on the brand, don't make that much of a difference. Like I feel like I always see the same results, but I don't know. But the one thing I do want to share that I really, really like is I bought this uh, scalp brush from Sephora because it enticed me when I was in the checkout when I was shopping online. Um, and I was kind of like, when I purchased it, after I clicked purchase, I was like, ugh, like I kind of think I wasted my money. Like I don't think it's a good purchase. It was like 13 bucks. And it's just this pink little silicone brush that has little pointies and you can use it to scrub your scalp. And it genuinely has changed my hair. Like actually the last two times I used it to wash my hair, my hair feels so much better and looks so much better. Um, like, you know, you can use your hands to scrub your scalp, but it, it like the pink thing is just another level. I use it to like scrub the top of my scalp. I also, I feel like I've been washing my hair more often, which also helps. I, you know, you're always told like, oh, don't wash your hair so much like it's bad for your hair. But I think my hair, because I work out so much and because I sweat like in my head a lot, I think there's a lot of buildup of just like the gross and nasty stuff. So I think I do have to wash my hair more often actually. And it has been helping a little bit more. But the pink thing I think has really helped release a lot of like the buildup in my scalp. And now my hair just feels so fluffy and good. So what I do is I scrub the top of, or actually I put my shampoo and I scrub with my fingers first just to get all the shampoo into the little crevices. Pro tip when you're shampooing, I also just learned this recently, so don't feel bad if you don't know this, but when I shampoo, I used to only do the top of my head, but what's really important is actually you need to lift the layers of your hair and get your shampoo like fully into every crevice of your scalp because obviously your scalp is not just the top of your head, right? Like you have a lot of different parts of your scalp. So after I put my shampoo in and scratch my head like this, you know, trying to get the shampoo all bubbled up, I also emulsify the shampoo before I use it. I rub it in my hand so that it bubbles up so it's not just like the soap. Anyways, um, 
I use the pink thing to scrub all over my scalp as well. So obviously the top of my head and then I'll kind of just section my hair off two or three times to get the middle of the scalp and then the bottom of the head. It has actually like my hair feels so nice. I have, It has changed my life, I think. I think my life is better because of this pink hair brush. And I wish I was exaggerating. You know, my mom came into my room after I opened my Sephora package and she was looking at it and she was like, this is such a waste of money. Like just use your hands. But I cannot. It's it's so nice. Like my hair feels so good and I'm just I'm really impressed. So, maybe it's placebo though. I don't know. I think I think it has to do with the fact that I'm really getting into my scalp though and like loosening all the scalp stuff. I don't really know what's in your scalp, but yeah, that's my other obsession I've been. I've been obsessed with washing my hair, which is great. Um, I feel like I used to have, like before COVID, I used to have really, really nice hair and I didn't have to take care of much of, I didn't have to take, take care of it much at all. And then during COVID, it got kind of worse and it wasn't that good. But now I think I'm coming back to what it was like before. Also, my hair is a lot more curly nowadays, which is interesting and used to never be curly or as curly as before. Okay, so those are my obsessions for the week. Um, we'll see what I'm obsessed with next week. I actually really like this segment. I think it's really fun to talk about like my niche interests for the week because I feel like for me, and this kind of ties into the topic that I'm going to talk about today, My my I like a lot of different things and sometimes it's hard to like share them if people aren't really interested in it, but I love like just a bunch of different things, you know, like stationery. I'm obsessed with it. Uh, now it's like makeup, hair care. And then I was like going to the gym. I don't know. Uh, now that I say it out loud, I feel like everyone likes these things, but I don't know. So I wanted to talk about this topic that I thought about or that I thought of. I didn't make up this topic, but I want to talk about this topic Given that I've been thinking a lot about my graduation plans and how lost I am in life. And it is the topic of being well-rounded versus being a specializer, being a specialist. So I feel like the main thing that I want to talk about is that I feel like there's such a shift in that you have to make in your life in that you, in elementary school, you have to be well-rounded, at least for me. People who were well-rounded in my school were always rewarded, you know. Um, it was always important to be good at every subject and you also had to be a good person and you also had to, like, take care of yourself. Like, you have to be good at everything when you're little, which was really hard. And also, you know, um, I feel like I specialized quite early on, actually. I decided to do dance and from there, from when I was little... I just ran with it. But I think when you're younger, typically you have to pick a sport that you need to be good at and then you have to do an extracurricular that's related to art and then you have to do an extracurricular that's related to academics. Like, for example, I know a lot of people did debate in my school and then they also had to do like drawing classes and then they would do like a school sport or outside of school sport like you had to do a lot of things in elementary school you have to be well-rounded but then the thing is that like as soon as you get into adulthood there's kind of like this sudden shift into being a specialist especially I think it gets it gets 
the the first time this decision is very pervasive is in late high school when for me you have to decide or I had to decide what courses I want to take because I think the biggest one is like what science classes you have to take in school or you want to take that like really determines what kind of path you're going to be going down because you either pick for a lot of the girls in my grade you either pick chem and physics if you want to do something STEM related in university or you can just drop it right away and take bio and that's kind of like your science requirement that's not really science. That was like when I first noticed that being a specialist was very like starting to become important because leading up to that I would say I wasn't particularly amazing at any subject but I wasn't bad. I got mostly A's in high school except for English always not salty about it and then as you get into later high school you take more classes that are catered towards what you think you're interested in which also like the fact that you have to do that when people in university switch everything all the time is just crazy but Yeah, then I, in grade 12, I had to take more, like, I wanted to go into more fine arts, so I had to take film classes, and then I had to take, like, the easy science, because I didn't want to go into science anymore, but I feel like that's so hard, and it makes the cost, the switching costs so high when you get later on in life, because after so many years, let's say, for example, I decided to go down the film school route like I thought I wanted to in grade 12. And then later on, later on, later on in 40 years, I'm like 50 years old and I've done film school and film industry for so long. But then I decide maybe that's not my vibe anymore and I actually want to do something else. The switching costs are so high because now you're not equipped with any skills that you need to do any other industry. And I think the reason why I I want to talk about this today is because, first of all, in my psychology class, we're always talking about division of labor because my psychology class is a gender gender class and the division of labor in society is a huge impact into how the different genders are different. And then the other thing is I am taking a business class, my strategic management class, and I feel like all of the concepts are always applicable in real life, but the concept of switching costs right now is so pervasive. But anyways, When I got into university and I started having to specialize and pick courses that I wanted to take, I realized that I was not a good specialist. And I don't think I am to this day. I don't think I'm a specialist. I don't think I was meant to be. I wasn't particularly good at anything in my first year. And I tried to take like a mix of everything like soci and psych. And I took social justice. I didn't take any STEM classes or I took math and that's it but I felt like I wasn't good at anything and I feel like what I had heard before was that you're supposed to be good at like your field in in university like that's how you know what you're supposed to major in is you're supposed to be good at it but now that I'm in fourth year and I'm done almost all my courses I can say that like with certainty my grades are all over the place no matter what course I took so sometimes I think if I look if I think about my highest grades if you want to measure it that way um, because obviously grades are not the only measure of 
how good you are at something. That's just one way to measure it and honestly not the best way. If I think about the grades, my highest grades that I've gotten in university, um, one that comes up that I remember is computer science. That's one of my highest grades on my transcript. And then I also have a couple psych courses are also my highest grades. And then I believe um, anthropology is also one of my highest grades and statistics because I had to take a stats course for my psych major. So that just like tells me that am I supposed to be in psych? Am I supposed to be in computer science? Am I supposed to be in anthropology? Like, is that how I'm supposed to base what I'm specializing off of? Because I had always gone into university with the assumption that you were going to do the best in the courses that you majored in and what you specialized in. But for me, at least that was like definitely not the case. Um, Yeah. I also like I love my business classes, but some of the business classes are some of my lowest grades on my transcript because I'm not that good at them. I would say I wasn't that good at accounting. And I think this semester I'm not that good at business processes and operations, but it's still interesting and I still like it. So does that mean I'm not supposed to take these things? One thing I wanted to talk about is I wrote it down in my outline today. It's I said gifted kid pipeline because when you're a kid and a lot of people get called a gifted kid when they're a kid and that basically just means you're good at everything right you're like you're quite smart i actually at my math tutoring place i get a lot of gifted kids come in and then you kind of work with them and you realize your your parents are hyping you up a lot not to be mean but that's just kind of the truth our parents want to see the best in us like that's just how it is but gifted kids are kids that are really good and are really well-rounded in that they're good at everything and or mostly everything you don't have to be good at everything but I think it's it, it creates such a struggle and it creates such a an expectation when you get older because when you get older you actually require different skills like you no longer have to be good at everything you have to be good at one thing only and you have to be really good at it And that kind of just changes the way that you divest your energy. I mean, you can't just split your energy equally among all the different subjects. You have to put more energy into one thing and kind of stop on everything else. But I think that's so ridiculous because A, like I have so many interests. Like I said earlier, I have so many interests, I feel like. And in the academic sense alone, I have so many interests. I mean, I love psychology. It's one of my favorite things ever. And that's why I decided to major in it. But I also love business. It gets me thinking about so many different things and really like enhanced my critical thinking skills, I think. So I love that. And then I also love, I did love computer science. And for the longest time, I was like, oh my God, should I do a degree in computer science instead? And I also love, I also do love statistics, math, and stuff like that. I haven't had the opportunity again to take the courses because with the way that the university courses are structured, like I don't have an opportunity to take those in my as electives and in my degree again. So that kind of sucks. Like it's like I'm kind of forced to specialize and I don't get to have those interests that I really, really liked like before in high school when I could take math and I could take science and I could take English and I could take French and I could take everything. I was just like, what the heck? This sucks. And now that I'm about to go into the workforce and thinking about going into the workforce, like this is even more pervasive at this point because now I really have to pick 
what I want to specialize in. Because although, you know, people make career switches later on in life, and I completely think that I will probably be one of those people, even having to decide right now what I want to get my first full-time job in is such a, it closes so many doors and really only opens so many doors in the same direction. Like, for example, if I want to go into education full-time, well, now I have to spend more time specializing in that I have to get a degree in education and get my experience in education. And that closes a lot of doors. Like I could probably never think about being a mathematician ever again. And I can probably never think about really honing in on computer science professionally. Talk about at a professional level. I can definitely do it recreationally and as a hobby. I don't know. I think it's kind of sucky. And I also think this is what leads to a lot of people's like unhappiness with their identity is because you're only really comprised of one thing. And although, you know, your identity is comprised of your personality, who you are and all this stuff, a big part of it for people nowadays is what they're good at and what they specialize in. And for a lot of North Americans, what their career is, which really, really sucks. And when you're only doing one thing, I feel like it can be so stifling for your growth and for who you are as a person because you only really have one metric that you can measure yourself on, right? Like, for example, if I was a plumber and the way that I measured or I could see my success is maybe if I could solve these problems with the bathroom faster right and you measure like oh this year I could do 100 and then the next year you do 300 that's like such a small metric and I feel like it comprises so much of your identity and what you feel about yourself which kind of sucks whereas I feel like if you were able to do a lot of different skills in your occupation or in your life then you could have a lot of different things to work on at the same time. I don't know. I feel like that's also because I'm a multitasker. I I like to, I don't actually multitask. I like to switch things up a lot though. Like for example, when I'm studying, I'll do like 30 minutes of one thing, then 30 minutes of the next thing, and then back to the first thing, and then back to the second thing. Instead of like going all at once, like I'm really bad at that. I lose focus really easily. I don't know. And I feel like the reason why I'm so scared to get a full-time job and like really take action on it is because I know that ultimately when I pick one thing or when I choose to do one thing, like it will close doors on other options that I have out there, which terrifies me. Even though I know that, you know, picking one thing will lead to more doors in that field, it closes a lot of doors behind you. I feel like I'm speaking so metaphorically, but you know, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I, do you get my vibe right now? So I don't know. How do people specialize? I feel like, I feel like this is all like we're led to believe that we need to specialize because obviously it's the most efficient way to have a productive society, but uh, this just kind of goes back to the root of capitalism, doesn't it? Like having to work so much and stuff like that the last thing that I want to do in my life is work 40 years and then retire and wait to live my life it's not what I want to do at all 
But I feel like until more people revolt and we have a revolution, which will probably never happen, you're kind of forced into it a little bit. And I'm trying my best to not be, to think of different options that I have for myself, to focus on my content creation so that I can be creative with it. I don't know. I feel like this conversation, when I planned it out, I had a few more points, but I'm kind of lost with it as well. And I like that about my podcast is that, you know, sometimes it's not about me telling you guys things and telling you facts. Sometimes it's just a place for us to all think out loud. And this is definitely one thing that I've been thinking about a lot because I still feel like, like one of the reasons why I think my university career was not as amazing as it could have been is because I think I'm more well-rounded than specialist and so I don't fit in as well if that makes sense like I've never really truly fit in with my psychology community because I'm not that good at psychology and then I've never really truly fit in with like the other subjects because I'm not that good but I'm good I'm above average but I'm not like that good if that makes sense that's always been my life I'm above average but not spectacular really at anything I feel like which is not a bad thing I mean it's allowed me to have a lot of different types of interests and hobbies like content creation and like teaching and working with kids and also being active and also learning and all this stuff it's actually not a bad thing but sometimes if you don't fit into the mold that society wants you to be it can be kind of hard because you know you don't fit in it's like you're a star when the mold is a circle I think I'm going to end the podcast off here. Um, I know it's kind of left hanging in this last last topic because, you know, I don't really have a full-fledged explanation or thing to talk about in terms of specializing and being well-rounded. I kind of just wanted to talk about my experience and my thoughts on it. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have an amazing week. I will see you next week. Actually, before I end off, I always want to, I always need to get into the habit of reminding you guys if you want to rate the podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, uh, if you're on YouTube, definitely leave me a comment and subscribe. Also follow the podcast Instagram at OverEasyThePodcast. There's all my plugs for the week. Now, I will see you in my next episode and I will see you next week. Bye.